Welcome to Empowered Radio. I am your host, Emma Montgomery, an online nutrition and fitness coach and creator of Shred Within. Each week, we'll talk all things nutrition, training, and mindset. You'll be able to take my tips and strategies and apply what you learn to see results with both your body and your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. This episode of Empowered Radio is brought to you by Spring. Spring is a platform that I use to run all of my programs and is perfect for any coach looking to have their own fitness app. Use code EMMA250 for $250 off your own app or schedule a demo with their team at springapp.com. That's S-P-R-N-G-A-P-P.com. What's up, guys? Happy Tuesday, and welcome back to another episode of Empowered Radio. Today, I want to talk to you all about um, New Year's resolutions. I know we're coming up on um, the new year this weekend, so wanted to touch on um, New Year's resolutions, setting New Year's resolutions, why we do it, um, why people have a hard time sticking with a New Year's resolution, and then I also have... Um, some tips for you guys today, some things to avoid, and then some tips for helping you in terms of weight loss for um, the new year, if that happens to be one of your resolutions or goals for the new year. So um, really, we're just going to dive in and talk about why people um, make New Year's resolutions to begin with. And honestly, it's it's human nature to set goals and have something to, you know, it's a clean slate, a fresh start. Um, something to look forward to and work towards. And especially coming out of 2020, I think everyone is just really ready for a fresh start. (laughs) And I know um, some people have had an amazing year. And honestly, if everyone, um, you know, kind of dug in there and looked, there were probably some really bright points in the year. It wasn't all bad. But it, it was um, a shitty year for most people. <laughs> so when we're talking about, um, you know, making New Year's resolutions again, it's just a really um, popular thing to do. I think, you know, personally, if you're someone, if it gives you something to look forward to and to work towards, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And I'll um, be honest with you guys. I know some people will say, oh, it's, you know, cliche to set a weight loss goal for the new year and to wait for the new years to start your diet and blah, blah, blah. Um, And and that's fine. But what I will say is I see nothing wrong with setting a weight loss goal and starting in the new year. Again, I think it's great to have the fresh start. But I also think it's important to understand that while you are going to be on your weight loss journey, the majority of the people around you are probably going to be as well, because that's a very popular resolution. So um, when people are setting those goals and you are, you know, a lot of people struggle with weight loss goals because of their environment. So they might say, it's really hard because when I go to work, people ask me to go out to eat or there's crap food in the break room and, or my spouse or significant other, you know, wants to eat out. Um, you know, that kind of thing. So it, a lot of it revolves around food and having a hard time sticking to um, a dieting plan. And in the new year, when a lot of people have, you know, the weight loss um, goal, you're surrounded by people on the same mission as you. So it does make sticking with a weight loss goal much easier, in my opinion. 
um, just because you've got a lot more people on the same journey. So you're not as tempted um, in other areas and you've got more people that are, you know, on your side. So there's a lot more support there. So I do think it's an amazing time um, to start. Some people may agree or disagree, and that's fine to each their own. But that is my opinion on it. So um, again, just keep that in mind. If you are starting your uh, weight loss goal in the new year, you're going to have a ton of support around you. So that's a great thing. So now when we talk about um, why people break resolutions, I had to look up the statistics on this because I was curious. And I believe it said around 50% um, will set a New Year's resolution, but it's less than 10% will keep them for longer than a few months. So that is not a lot. Um, And when we talk about breaking New Year's resolutions, there are a few things that it boils down to as to why people have a hard time keeping a New Year's resolution. Um, And the first one is honestly because it is super hard to break old habits. Whether your resolution is to save more money, spend less money, lose weight, you know, whatever, quit smoking, um, you have to change something that you're doing in your everyday life and start a new habit in order to reach that goal. So, you know, if it's to quit smoking, again, your environment might be something that drives you to smoke. If you hang out with, you know, people um, in a bar and, you know, drink socially and things like that, and you're around other people that smoke, it might be harder to break that habit. Um, If you're somebody who is trying to lose weight, you're going to have to change something you do in your everyday life. That might mean that you have to work out more or um, eat out less, meal prep, things like that. Again, you're going to have to create new habits and break old habits. So um, that's typically very hard for most people um, and understandably so. But that is one of the first reasons that um, I see people in terms of, um, you know, having a hard time sticking with a New Year's resolution. The next one I would say is that people tend to focus on the outcome rather than the process. So, They're looking so far down the line, Um, like if you're somebody that has like a significant amount of weight to lose, say it's 20, 30, 50 pounds, um, and all you can think is of the outcome and losing the weight, and you're not, you're so focused on losing it that you're not even focusing on the process, enjoying the process, learning anything during the process, you're more just consumed with how long it's going to take you to get there. Um, that can be very defeating and seem like it's going to take forever. And then people tend to get disinterested, easily pulled off track just because it seems like, well, I'm never going to get there anyways. Um, And so then again, they give up. Um, And then the last one I would say is probably just knowing your why. So if it is weight loss, you know, why do you want to lose weight? And you'll hear, you know, Some women say like, oh, I want to look better for my beach trip. But really, why do you want to lose weight? Like there is a real purpose that is in there. So maybe it's um, because you want your husband to pay more attention to you or you want to feel more confident at work. You know, there's so many different things that factor into it. If you get really deep with your why, it makes sticking with your goal much easier, especially if it's... um, Again, I know I keep going back to weight loss, but that's specifically what I do. Um, If you're somebody who's having to, say, get up at, you know, 4.35 in the morning to go to the gym, 
and you want to just hit snooze and sleep longer, a lot of times if you really know your why and you are, you know, rooted deep in that um, and you're just thinking, you know, the reason why I'm doing this is because of blank, it's much easier to get your ass out of the bed and go because you have that why, you know, in your pocket, you know, or sitting on your shoulder, kind of like the little angel and devil. So um, that that's the last one in terms of um, why people typically will break their resolution. So now I'm going to kind of transition into um, three things that I see. And I tried to keep it short so it's, it's more tangible um, when I give the tips. But um, three things that I see in terms of mistakes, I guess you could say, that people will make when they are um, working towards like a weight loss goal. And again, I'm the reason I'm doing this is because the new year is upon us and a lot of people will have a weight loss goal. Um, the first thing is the all or nothing mentality. And I know I've talked about this before, but this one is huge because, um, especially with New Year's coming up, because it will be so easy to get sucked into um, wanting everything to be perfect. And if it's not, then you're just, you know, going to want to say to heck with it. Uh, if I can't do it exactly this way and exactly perfect, then I'm not going to do it at all, which is crazy. But so many people do this um, and and it's why they will quit their their diet, their um, gym routine, whatever it is. So really thinking about words that you can eliminate from your vocabulary. <laughs> so um, like saying, I'm never going to lose the weight. So like never is a very strong um, what is the word I'm looking for? It's a very strong word. Oh, what is, I can't think of what I'm trying to say here. Um, but it's something that I would, I would eliminate that it's negative. There you go. A very strong negative word. Um, when you're saying never, I'm never going to lose weight. I'm always going to be overweight. Um, everything always happens to me when it rains, it pours, you know, things like that. So, trying to eliminate those really harsh, strong, negative words from your vocabulary because it with things like that, it's going to always seem like you're failing, which again is the all or nothing mentality. There is, when you take a test, it's not, for the most part, um, a test isn't going to be pass or fail. There's a range in which you can score. And with most things in life, and especially with dieting, it's that same way. So again, I know I've talked about it before. It's not black and white. There's very much a gray area that you can live in and that you should live in. Um, again, this will make your diet and your fitness plan so much more enjoyable and so much more sustainable. So just having an alternative to, you know, if something, if this happens, then I can do this rather than there's only one way. So just remember, it's not that big of a deal unless you make it that big of a deal. So if you miss a workout and you make it a huge deal, then it's going to be a huge deal. If you miss a workout and say, yep, wasn't able to get to the gym today, but I know I'm going to go tomorrow so I don't miss two days in a row. There you go. So always look at the positives. Don't get stuck in the negative. Um, and just remember that it is very, very gray. It's not just all black and white. Try to get out of the all or nothing because, um, you know, that's how people get sucked in and do the yo-yo starting 
over constantly because they, and I do the air quotes when I say this, fall off track and then they try to get back on track. So, you know, just remember you're always one meal away from turning your day around. You're one workout away from, you know, turning things around. Don't get so stuck in that if you miss one workout, if you eat over your calories one day, that everything is gone to hell and you have to start over. It is not the case. Um, Just remember that give yourself some grace. Like you're going to mess up and those little like failures that you have and those mistakes that you make, that's how you learn as you go. So don't get so wrapped up in everything being perfect because if you think it's going to be perfect, you're already setting yourself up for failure because it will not be perfect. Okay. The next one um, is understanding that there will be compromises um, and trade-offs. So if you're someone who has a weight loss goal and um, you have a very social lifestyle, you have to understand that you're going to have to compromise at some point in terms of, um, you know, the eating out and drinking, things like that may not work mesh well in the amount that you're doing them currently to see the fat loss that you want. So let's just say, for example, you're someone who, um, you know, maybe you track your food through the week, but you don't count it all on the weekends and you like to eat out, you know, both nights and go out with friends and and drink um, and have fun. And that's great. But you want to lose 10 pounds in the next three months. To get there, you have to understand that there is going to have to be some compromise. So that doesn't mean that you can't go out and have any drinks. Maybe it means that instead of having like four or five drinks, you have to scale it back to two. Um, You know, things like that. So having those compromises um, and trade-offs, you have to understand that there has to be a little middle ground. It's not going to be all one way or the other. You don't have to give up everything entirely, but you still can't um, do everything exactly the way that you were doing, because if that was the case, then you'd already be to your goal and nobody would have to diet and everybody, you know, would look perfect like they wanted to. So, (laughs) but just understanding that, um, there are going to be sacrifices that you'll have to make. And, you know, that might mean, you know, cutting back on some alcohol or eating out. Um, you know, maybe it's, uh, Having, you know, date night a couple times a week, maybe it's moving it to one night a week or, you know, a couple nights a month, something like that. But again, remember that is short term and that's trade-offs that you're making in the short term so you can hit your goal. And then maybe it's that you reverse diet, get to maintenance and you have much more flexibility. But just understand that, um, you know, compromise and the trade-offs, those are where people, they tend to... um, mess up because they they don't understand that they're going to have to compromise or trade off. So that's, again, where you'll see the people that um, typically eat, you know, 12, 1300 calories through the week. They don't track their weekend and they can't understand why they keep losing, then gaining the weight back. And they keep saying, well, I'm only eating 1200 calories a day because mentally they feel like they're only eating 1200 calories a day. But when they total up their average, it's more probably like 16, 17, maybe 1800 Um, so again, that compromise and trade-offs is going to be huge, but that one is a huge mistake that I see people make because they do not understand that there is going to have to be 
Um, or maybe they do understand it. It's just that they're not willing to make the compromises is what I should say. Uh, the third one is doing what will give you the quickest results. So this is probably the biggest mistake that I see people make is that they will jump on any fad diet, um, something that their friend's doing. If I see any more of the, I don't even know what the brand is, (laughs) but I've seen so many influencers and it's like, drink a tablespoon of this chocolatey looking stuff and it tones your muscles. Oh my God. I can't, I'm not going to even go down that rabbit hole, but things like that are why people are so confused. Um, But people will literally spend hundreds of dollars on shakes and tablespoons of stuff that's going to tone their muscles and doing keto and, you know, diets that they normally wouldn't do because their friend did it or somebody they knew did it and had really great success. And so they think I need to do whatever will get me the results the quickest. And I can tell you from seeing hundreds of questionnaires that come in for the shred, um, I will see so many times when I ask on the questionnaire food preference, because when I'm setting your macros for the shred, um, and this is why my program is so different from others, is because, yes, there's a method, but not a method as in like some of these other programs that I see, they're like, you have to fast and you have to do this and you have to carb cycle and do really low carbs on this day and eat this many carbs this day. And that's hard for a lot of people to follow. I will ask food preference in terms of, do you prefer fats or carbs? You know, that way when I'm setting your macros, it's going to be something that is sustainable for you and typically the way you eat. But I will still see people say whatever gives me the quickest results. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, so that third one is really just seeing people, um, go after the diet, the the shake, whatever that will give them the quickest results. So my three tips now for um, setting you up for success in terms of your weight loss goals, regardless if it's the new year or not. The first one is be flexible in your approach. So I know we talk about the all or nothing mentality and how it's Um, it's not black and white. It is very, it should be very gray in terms of your approach. So don't get stuck in thinking that it has to be all way or no way. It can be, there's middle ground. Um, so again, just be very flexible with your approach. Um, know that it, it's not going to be perfect. Um, again, give yourself some grace, set goals that feel, um, attainable, achievable, but also that aren't something so far out of the realm of what you already do that it it doesn't make sense in terms of um, like you have to be so rigid to get there. You would have to, you know, overhaul your whole life. That's crazy. So just being very flexible in how you do things, understanding that there are going to be bumps in the road that you just pick yourself up, you know, get right back on track, however you want to say it. But just know that, um, yeah, just be really flexible in your approach. You don't have to be married to a very specific way of doing things. Um, 
And when I say that, I don't mean, you know, don't be committed. Yes, be committed to what you're doing. Don't diet hop and program hop. But you don't have to be, um, you know, for example, with counting macros, you don't have to hit every single macro perfectly. You can focus on hitting your protein and your calories, and maybe you let carbs and fat just kind of fall where they fall so that you're giving yourself some flexibility and you're not making yourself so neurotic and you know spending a lot of time planning out your day. So you're giving yourself that flexibility in your approach rather than focusing on hitting each macro perfectly daily. So that's, that's what I mean in being flexible in your approach. So the second one is setting realistic expectations. So we talk, um, talked about understanding compromises and trade-offs that you'd have to make. So when you are setting your goals and you are trying to form new habits, um, set realistic expectations around what is going to be attainable for you, achievable for you. Um, is it going to make sense, you know, in what you do daily? If it's something that's so beyond what you can do, you know, maybe you're trying to set a goal of, I'm going to have to work out two hours a day, seven days a week. Is that really attainable for you? Probably not. That's not attainable for most people unless you are a top level athlete. Um, that's going to be something hard to stick to. So again, making sure that when you're setting your goals, that you again are being realistic, but also you're being realistic with your expectations. So again, back to the compromise part, if you're not willing to compromise on, you know, giving up your untracked weekends, understand that your progress is probably going to be much slower than it would be otherwise. So, you know, again, those realistic expectations, having that conversation with yourself and knowing, you know what, I'm not willing to compromise on this thing over here. So I'm going to understand that my progress is going to be slower than I would want it to be normally. But I'm okay with that because I'm being realistic here about what's going to work for me and what I can commit to. And then the last one, um, I would say choose something that is sustainable for you in terms of your dieting approach, and that you can commit to long-term. So when I talked about keto earlier, if you're somebody who can stick to keto and you love higher fats, low carbs, um, and that's something that you can stick to long-term, that's great. But if you're somebody who you love bread and carbs and fruit, um, and you know that that is going to be really hard for you to give up, then I would not even jump on the keto bandwagon. Um, again, so really considering when I know we talked about um, doing what's going to give you the quickest results. So the flip side of that for this tip is considering your lifestyle and your preferences. That is huge in if something is going to be sustainable for you and something that you can commit to long term. So again, the three things where I see people make the biggest mistakes in terms of their um, goal setting with their nutrition all or nothing mentality, not understanding that there are compromises and trade-offs and then not, um, or I'm sorry, doing what will give them the quickest results. So then my three tips were to be flexible in your approach, set realistic expectations and goals, and then choose something that you can commit to long-term something that's sustainable and that considers your lifestyle and your food preferences. So guys, I hope that was helpful um, with the new year coming up, things to consider, 
how I feel about resolutions. Um, but yeah, that's, those are my tips. Things to avoid. Um, I did want to mention very quickly that the January shred is still open for enrollment for the next couple of days. Um, if you are not familiar with the program, I can link the program details um, and link to join in the show notes, but it is my most popular program that I offer. Um, there has been well over 3,000, well over that, probably four-ish or so thousand people come through the program um, this year, but tremendous results in 30 days. You get custom macros set by me. Um, there is my app where you have, um, you'll get home and gym workouts you get access to workouts as well if you do not have dumbbells. Um, at home, there is a workout section that is just bands and body weight. Um, access to tons of recipes that I share in the group. Access to me for the 30 days inside the group to ask questions. Tons and tons, hundreds of people in the group to share food ideas with, ask questions, you know, recipes, different things. So it's just a really interactive um, program, amazing results. Again, it is, I dare to say life-changing, <laughs> but I will link the program in the show notes for you guys. But again, um, happy new year because it will be 2021 when I talk to you guys again. And as always, thank you guys for tuning in and I will talk to you next year. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Empowered Radio. If you enjoyed the episode or found a value in it, could you do me two quick favors? One, take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tag me in it so I can say thanks. And two, could you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes? It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.